So welcome to another episode of the Swamp Inside Florida Athletics. I'm your host, Anthony Beck, along with my co-host. Jerry Brown, a.k.a. Jay Breezy. What's going on, man? Nothing much, man. How you doing tonight, man? I'm good, bro. Feeling good after coaching some middle school jits on my pops to a W. So it's big vibes out here. Hey, hey, you got the dub. A dub is a dub, man. We'll take it. Mm-hmm. We got a couple of special guests joining us tonight for this episode. We got Larrick from the For the Love of the Game podcast, the host of that. So y'all make sure y'all go stream that, like, subscribe, run it up, man, definitely. But Larrick, how you doing tonight? Good, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate yes, sir. Y'all, man. Fight. Yes, sir. We definitely had to get you on. We had we done been on we done been on your podcast twice. You knew we had to get you back on. And we'll get you back on again soon. So um, be on the lookout for that as well. And um, we also have another special guest from first in, the first and ten Florida.com website from rivals.com. We got Hector Rodriguez, who's been on this show before, but we got him back after a while, after a little hiatus. Hector, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, man. Glad to be back. What's up, guys? What's going on, man? It's great to have you What's back. Going on? On. It's been a minute, bro. It definitely has. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he ain't just doing baseball no more, people. Now he, he's in the recruiting, he's in the football now. So uh Napier effect. The Billy Napier gave the man a job. That now he just need to get us a job. <laughs> Billy, if you're watching this, if you hear, if you listen to this, can uh any other jobs you Napier gave you a follow, Anthony, all right? Oh, he gave him a follow, like, bro, he gave you a follow. For real? Napier followed AB, bro. I can confirm that I have been followed by Coach Billy Napier. He's going to see all the scheduled tweets. Yeah, he he probably muted Anthony already. That's why he he tweet righteous. I I can confirm that. And the funny thing about that, I've said this before, the funny thing about that is I didn't even know he was following. I really didn't. I just saw I had a new follow. So I was like, okay, what is this? I'm on my break at work. I'm like, okay, what is this? Probably some random account again because the random accounts always follow me and I got to block them because I don't know who or what they are, what they they might be scamming. I don't know. But I saw Coach David, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, How? Like that, look, positivity, that bro. Your positivity. Like that, that threw me for a loop for real. Napier I, I had me blocked by week two. If I, yeah, Napier's gonna hire Anthony B, director of Florida Gator propaganda. <laughs> hey, hey, I think that's, the, they, next, that's hey. the next job title coming what, out. We what, just don't know. Yet. <laughs> what, what, what they pay? That means that I, all I you do. Your entire job is just to tweet positive propaganda <laughs> for the Florida Gators. Just tweet positive shit. Keep keep the timeline positive, Anthony. <laughs> but, uh, but, but but what if some negative happens? You still gonna tweet positive. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta weed it out. You gotta you gotta ignore it or try to spin it. You know how you do, AB. We've got to get better. <laughs> We 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 gotta do better, man. But uh, I'm glad y'all brought up Coach Napier though because that, that it's a perfect segue because his recruiting is night and day different from the previous staff. Mm-hmm. 
And I say that because this past weekend, some of the guys we had on campus for official visits, guys that under the old staff, we would have never had on the end up on this campus. Guys like five-star linebacker Harold Perkins, who is currently at the Polynesian Bowl, probably wearing gator slides and hoodies and, and wristbands. I'm be honest, I'm a little concerned about him for one reason. Think he's trolling? I think he's trolling, bro. It it could, could be that, but Hector just said it. Hector just said it. Dion. The he Dion look, man, because I already think they finna get Shamar Stewart. So I don't know. I'm gonna need Dion to stay off. I'm gonna need him to back off. I'm gonna yeah. need him to back off or I'm called the NCAA. That I'm I'm called the NCAA. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that. I, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't though. be mad, but at the same time, hey man, the, the NCAA got the um. I'm just playing. I ain't gonna call the NCAA. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that. I'm sure that happened after. Give him a warning. Hunter. But oh yeah, that was man. That that, that day is gonna live in infamy. I'm sorry. That 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 was wild. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, we had him on campus. Um. Florida committed Trevor ETM was on campus. We also had we had some transfers on campus as well. Cyrus Osiris Torrance, Jalen Kimber, Javon Baker from Alabama. Um, we had a lot of guys on campus. So what was you guys take away with the official visits and um with some with the couple of guys that we got to commit? Like what, what were your thoughts on on those guys? Um for me, man, pretty much the same thing as what I said, you know, yesterday is just I'm super excited, bro. Uh, the the one that we got the, the defensive back, I was like, you know, I I didn't even know we had a chance with him. You know, he was even leaning towards us, so you know that was that was nice. Um, yeah, Harold, you know, seeing seeing him talk about everything, talk about how things are changing, the culture's changing. That was very very you know positive in my eyes, regardless of if we get him or not. And I just feel like Billy's building something great, like a great foundation, and et cetera. Um, but yeah, man, I, I I'm super excited about all the guys, and um, I'm excited to see what Napier can land this year and going to next year. Oh well, I'm excited too, man, just to see the kids show up on campus and um, this for them to interact and just take visits and the vibe and um and the coaching staff, man. One thing about that's why I was trying to tell people in the spaces, bro. Like culture, culture matters. Like Billy and everybody on the staff can relate to the kids. You know what I'm saying? For us, like, um, for us music wise, it ain't just about accents. No, like the conversation can be like, like down to earth. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you can have a little small debate about Kodak or NBA YoungBoy. You know what I'm saying? Billy Hip to the, or we could talk about the new Jays that that we might be getting. You know what I mean? Like the last day, I don't know nothing about that. Like, and let's be real, man. Like, majority of the these kids getting recruited are black, and if you cannot relate to a black culture, none of that stuff do not matter. All that, you know what I'm saying? Your top, bro, you got to be able to relate to like black culture, and that's pretty right. much what run the road right now. So, that I mean, outside of football, bro, like, can we have another conversation? You know what I'm saying? My cousin just got killed down in the street the other day, like, just for example. Um, you know, 
can we can I come talk to you about that? You know what I'm saying? So it just right. all those entities that make it's key into making the decision and to know I can come to you to anything. I know you got me on the field, you know what I'm saying? But can I come to you and relate to you off the field? And have multiple guys doing that too. Like right, right. That's awesome. Right. Right. Yeah, the one thing I took away from speaking of Mariana Winston is how much this staff is more focused on the actual person than the recruit. They, I mean, they already know he can play. He's an athlete that he, right. you know, he could possibly be, you know, an SEC type player. But at that point, they just wanted to get to know him and his family. And it's not just Napier, it's, you know, Mike Peterson, the coach, the position, his position coach, you know, they, you know, he told me it's, it was like speaking to a mentor. It wasn't like player to coach conversation. It was just human being to human being conversation. It felt normal. He didn't, he, you know, he walked into this offensive visit with high expectations to Florida because Florida is, you know, in his words, a football powerhouse, but he expected kind of like bland coaches, which is probably something he's experienced with other schools at other visits. And he said that, that was the complete opposite of what he got when he got to Florida. It was, he was actually blown away. He was like, Oh wow. These, these are people that actually give a crap about me as a human being and not just me as the football player. And that was, that was pretty much his biggest takeaway that this coaching staff actually, you know, at least as a recruit, you know, is more worried about him as the human than the actual player. Right. You know, um, yeah, that's just the difference. I mean, they're they're more hands on with the kids. They're they're really like you said, really trying to get to know these kids and you know where they come from. And, you know, it's paying huge dividends, you know, with some of the guys that we got to commit, you know. Well, Cyrus Thorne's transfer from Louisiana offensive lineman. He's enrolled now. Um, Jalen Kimber, defensive back transfer from Georgia, is enrolled now. And, um we got Miguel Mitchell from uh, Three Star Safety from Oxford, Alabama. Mm-hmm. He was actually the he was actually the MVP of the Alabama Mississippi All Star game. I think he had on uh, an interception, a forced fumble, like six tackles. Um, so yeah, I think that I think his interception was a pick six as well. See, pick six. Wow. I mean, so that that hey, that's a kid who who's starting to get some more late offers. You know, it was down to us in Tennessee, but you know. That's right. Yeah. So these kids, these kids, you can tell, you know, they're they. It's like they want they want to come to Florida now. So they're not just saying, oh, I'm just visiting, you know, just as a courtesy. Now these kids are really interested in the program, and um, hopefully it all translates on the field. I mean, I'll be honest, of the guys that committed, the biggest commitment was Torrance because that's this. What Jerry? What do we always say? It starts in the trenches. Always, so, yeah. yeah, getting a guy like him on, on, on this offensive line, um, that, that's massive, figuratively and literally. And literally. So, that's um, a big boy. And also, yeah, well, he, he ain't bigger than uh, the other transfer from Louisiana, but, yeah, that's still a big boy. Um, but speaking of which, um, Hector, since you're more into recruiting in the transfer portal now, you know, with your – with your um promotion on rivals, <laughs> but um, there's some smoke about Marius Mims from Georgia possibly transferring. Like, do you have anything on that? Or 
Yeah, I mean, I've heard some conversations that it's a possibility. I've spoken to a couple people. They said that if he were to enter the portal and they think it's a possibility that Florida would become one of the top targets. I'm not saying that he's immediate, you know, put, you know, they're going to start putting crystal balls for Mims to Florida. First off, Mims has to actually enter the portal. But supposedly the port, there, yeah. there is some interest in Florida and, you know, Florida's, you know, Florida could use him. I think, I think he could come in and immediately be either the right tackle or you move garage to left tackle and he could be the, I mean, you move garage to right tackle and make Mims the left tackle. I think, Mim, I mean, Mims was, I think, one of the top three offense tackles in the country last year. He's like 6'7", 335 pounds. I mean, the kid's got tremendous size and is a big-time talent. I think his – and if I think I've seen people compare him to Cam Robinson from Jacksonville, who was a first-round pick out of Alabama, who was also a highly touted recruit coming out of high school. So, you know, the kid's incredibly talented. It'd be a great guy for Florida if he actually enters the portal and commits. But as, as of today – He's still on the Georgia Bulldogs, but that could, that is subject to change. Yeah, that was a very, very interesting picture he used to wish somebody a happy birthday. I mean, that was very interesting. That's all I'll say. Let me ask y'all this, though. And Hector, too. Um, how y'all feel about, like, guy? Now, I understand guys that um, – in this situation, Mims is what one year in, or he's a twenty class, or, or twenty one. He's a twenty one kid. He, he he. This was his first year at Georgia. Okay, so my thing is, um, like, how y'all feel? Because I don't know. It's like the ops for me. Like Georgia's the op. So it's like, yeah. man, like I, I don't know, man. You just coming. I know you. I want you to hate your teammates, though. I want you to hate them. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, you coming to. Florida, you got to hate your former teammates. Like, is 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 no if, ands, or buts about it. So it's like the we as the fan base and everybody in the administration take the rivalry series serious, right? It's like, are you gonna yeah, take right. it serious? You know what I'm saying? Are you gonna take it serious? Because like for me, like if I'm transferring from Georgia, like I'm going to Florida, I I, I don't know y'all till after I graduate. Until I, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like right. y'all. Well, I mean, Brandon Cox is a perfect example of that. He started off his career at Georgia, went to Florida, and, you know, he's always amped up to play against Georgia. He's, you know, he always has that that, that game circle on his calendar. He he wants to be the shadow of Georgia every single time he plays against them. So, you know, at least for Cox, he, you know, he he wants to be Georgia. He He's like, hey, you know what? I like you guys, but when we actually step on the field, I'm going to try to kick your ass. Right. He has that mentality, at least. Right. And I think, you know, like I said, when the bullets are flying and guys are actually playing, you know, all that, you know, friendship probably goes out the window. At that point, you know, they're trying, you know, they're trying to put, put out good film for the NFL. At that point, it's business. Let's go. I'm going to pancake you or I'm going to side block you or something like that. That's how it should be. That's the only right. way it should be. Like, yeah. period. We sat together in algebra class. Bam, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, in rival games, it's, it's pretty much like four to four to say. It's like those guys, a lot of those guys played together in high school or they grew up together. But when they play, 
they, they look, they they trying to win. So yeah, I, I agree one percent with that. And Kimber, I think is the same way. You know, he's um transferring from Georgia to Florida. And the crazy thing is, um, I think Florida out of high school finished second for him in his recruitment. You know, so I mean that that one right there honestly came out of left field for me. I didn't even know that he was first of all, I didn't even know he was on campus. And second of all, he committed. I was like, what? <laughs> like I knew he entered the portal, but I didn't even know that we were even an option. I didn't even know. Let he alone him be on campus. Yeah, I'm, I'm new to the recruiting scene, so I had to Google who he was. I was like, who is this kid? I was like, I, I was like, no one told me he's gonna be on campus for an official visit. And then when I saw, I was like, oh, okay, I I've heard of this kid actually. But yeah, I mean, Corey Raymond, I think played a major role in that recruitment. Because Corey was very interested in him out of, out of LSU, coming out of high school. Right. Being from Texas, no. LSU is not too far away. I think this was Corey Raymond's second chance of getting him back in the fold. And I think, you know, Florida's got a great tradition with cornerbacks. Kyrie Lim's out. There's a spot available. And, you know, supposedly Kimber was supposed to be CB2 before the shoulder injury. Shoulder right. injury. right. So – this could be his opportunity for him to actually be CB2 on another team with a, with a great tradition of cornerbacks and the best cornerback coach in the country. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, I think he and Jason Marshall could – they got a chance to just shut things down on the outside. You know, um, safety's a little bit of a concern, but having a guy like Kamari Wilson come in, you know, that, that helps a lot. And trading returns – you know, he brings a lot of experience and, um, you know, just having guys like that on, on your squad, Rashad Torrance as well, having guys like that on your squad is going to definitely make up for all of that. And, um, you know, Javon Baker was another one that nobody really knew was on campus. The transfer wide receiver from Alabama, um, I know he visited Ole Miss afterwards. So is that, do you know if there's any kind of update on him? Um, I think he was planning on taking another official visit, but I wasn't hundred percent sure. Mm. But I mean, according to the dad, he the dad said that Florida's the, you know, is the ideal landing spot. I think he could be making a commitment sometime this week. If he does, I think that bodes well for Florida. If you know, if he takes a little bit longer the process, then he probably is not hundred percent comfortable going to Florida yet and is is looking at other options. But as of right now, you know, if he if he was if he put on Twitter today, I'm committing tomorrow. I would probably put you know put a prediction in for the Gators because that's where the general vibe is. And I know I know Chief Borders has a good relationship with him mm-hmm. and Carlos Del Rio Wilson. Yeah. Carlos Del Rio Wilson played together with him. I forgot which high school, but McKeechin. Yeah, yeah, they they have a relationship there, and I know Del Rio as soon as. He saw Baker got in the portal. He was tweeting at him. He's like, hey, you know the spot. And, you know, I think Baker, you know, to Florida. And he's originally a Georgia guy, so it's actually closer to the home. So I could see Florida being a realistic option. Yeah. Yeah, that's a guy that I think he he comes in and I think he immediately becomes a starter opposite, um, opposite Justin Shorter because I think Justin Shorter is going to build off how he finished the season 
and then next year really put it all together. And Javon Baker can be a guy that comes in and be that possession guy, but also make some plays down the field as well. I think I think he would have an opportunity to show what he can really do. I mean, if you look at Alabama's roster of wide receivers, they're loaded at the position. Didn't really show that well in the national championship when Jameson went down, but they still got a couple five-star kids there at the position. They're bringing some more guys in. So they're still going to be loaded at the position. So having a guy like him on campus could be huge for us. And, uh, you know, just this weekend alone just showed you, you know, like, like I said, just how much different the recruiting is under this new staff compared to the previous staff because these guys, I'm just going to say it. This new staff is actually trying to recruit instead of basically saying, oh, Alabama, Georgia's not the oh, we're not even going to try. No, this staff is actually going out there and saying, hey, we're the University of Florida. We want you here. You can be a difference maker here. And that's what I love about them. Yeah, me too. I think um, it's like from top to bottom, everybody recruit. You know what I'm saying? From, from the uh, – Katie and Bria to love them too. Love them too, man. I love hey, they so, man, they so dope, bro. Thank God for them too. Man, I'm telling you, they is somebody said, um, uh, I forgot who on uh, tweeted out said that uh, my angels. Um yeah, but yeah, that I love them too, man. They're a dynamic duo, bro. What you say, Avery? I'm gonna whoever tweeted them need you to chill out. I'm pretty sure they married, man. You, you ain't cool. No, I'm saying he was saying well, it in like in out in the um not in that in a lusty way or our angels. You know what I'm saying? You know, like our guardian the, angels at UF. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, so, man. Hector, what you say? Get your mind out of the gutter, Anthony. I'm just, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to say squirrels and being set up, phase being set up, you know, because husband see and all of a sudden now they want to set up. I'm just trying to keep that. I'm trying to prevent that from happening. I'm trying to keep the peace. That's uh, all. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, Anthony. Okay. You say, man. Okay. I'm totally just trying to keep man. the peace. Y'all know how I am. I want to keep the peace. Right. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Whatever helps you sleep at night, man. Wholesome Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least some of us actually, man, speaking of, I don't know what the word sleep is. I'm just be honest with y'all. That's what work did to me, y'all. So me if too. I look a little tired, look, this is work basically trying to kill me. Yeah, I got. I had to crawl to my car today. Me too. I had to crawl to my car. Um. So no, I I, I just think, um, yeah, just though the, the whole top to bottom, the whole organization is recruiting everybody. Um, right. So just just that. Yeah, bro, I, I completely yeah. agree with what you said there. And, like, I think the key word is organization. Like, for the first time in years, we have an organization. Like, it feels like right. a business being ran right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Before, now I'm looking back at it, we had a Pony League football team. <laughs> so, I'm serious. <laughs> we really did, bro. We running a Pony League football team. Oh, man. And Lee we, we was did. in charge of bringing the, bringing the snacks to the players at the end of the game. <laughs> She blocked me, by the way. She blocked me. Man, she too busy want to be Instagram famous. Like, <laughs> she want to be a baddie on Instagram, bro. Like, man, listen, man, I'm a, I'm a look. 
I'm just glad the players ain't eating rice cakes no more before the game. You know, eating no more Jamaican bacon. <laughs> no, no more Jamaican. You call that Jamaican bacon? <laughs> um, they look like rubber, but um, look, um, I, the food is. This man came in. He's not even two months on the job. Food is better. Everything's organized. They got better housing now. They, they ain't in Section Eight housing no more. No, they ain't got to worry about the lights being cut off because the rent ain't being paid. They ain't got to worry about living like they in the hood no more. Like, I seen some of the pictures where they're going to be living. Man, listen, uh, I got a little bit of eligibility left on. The place is a little, little nice. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, um, I, I kind of want to walk on because, no, it, it's night and day better. You know, like Jerry said, you know, there's organization now. Right. So, like everybody know they have a role, they know their role, they know what to do. And um this is just a different feeling. I mean, we ain't felt like this about the football program really since what 2008, 2009? Yeah, sure wasn't 2010 on up. It surely wasn't. I mean, maybe 2012, but that's about it. But I mean, it's just night and day different. So that that that's the crazy thing, and um, you know, talking about some of, some of the guys that transferred out, I feel like the guys that transferred out are, let's just say, I can I don't want I don't want to be too negative. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, they 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 could have potentially, po- how can I put it, poison this team. Yeah. So looking back at it, one of the guys I didn't think was poisonous. Surely, probably. Hey, I know what you're talking about. Uh, be respectful to 850. Yeah. Yeah. But, bro. um, <laughs> gonna be young, boy. So bad. But, um, yeah, yeah, but it's the guys that came in, you know, these guys are gonna come in, they're gonna work hard. Um, you know, a guy like, for example, Montreal Johnson. I feel like this is a kid, him being a one-two punch with Demarcus Bowman, with the way Billing likes to run the ball, you got to deal with those two on first and second down. And then if and when he gets healthy, Naquan Wright has the change of pace. That's my guy. I love Naquan Wright, bro. Yeah, Naquan, please don't transfer. We, we, We don't need that right now. Gator fans cap, though. Oh, he's mediocre. Like, bro. Yeah. Man had a I like, like Naquan. Had a big difference. <laughs> so, so my thing is, it's like, how do they like? How do that look like when you go into the NFL? You running for competition, like? Oh yeah, yeah. That make you look bad. Is if you are gonna run in, run from competition now in college? Right. Imagine in the NFL, you you let's say the number one running back, but they decide to draft another one. I mean. Yeah. They're drafting another one to give you rest, and they, and they can preserve both of y'all careers when you think about it. That's just like Fred Taylor said, right on on their new show. I rock with them too, bro. They on um, they podcast. Oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah um, but he was like Jacksonville, but were like drafting his replacement, but he didn't worry about it though. Right, he went out there and balled out. So it's like, bro, why are you running for competition? Because if he right. would have went to Bama, 
my thing is why you can't sit at sit out at Florida, but you can sit at Bama though. That be my problem with these kids. <laughs> that, that, that because of the rings and Nick Saban. That's why. Yep. Yeah. Nick see, Saban. Look is at a guy ghost. like Brian Robinson. Nick Saban's the goat. But see, There's... look at a guy. Yeah, Go ahead, Anthony. Yeah, but look at a guy like Brian Robinson. You know, you know, he sat for about four years before he actually really started playing. Right. Oh, and then no. look at this as a starter. Right. And he's gonna have a good NFL career too, bro. Yeah, I like he's him. Big back. Yeah. Yeah. He, he reminds good, me a little bit of the the new running back for the Titans, Foreman, Devon Dante Foreman. Oh, Foreman. Like Dante Robinson. Foreman. Robinson could be something similar to that. For the Titans? Yeah. The guy that backed up um Derek Henry. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Dante, yeah. Dante Foreman. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's I a like big, him, he's bro. big back. He, but he was know, in Houston before he went to Tennessee, right? I have no idea. I think so. I could have swore he was in Houston and then he went to Tennessee. Yeah, I, I, I could see that, you know. But, see, that's a perfect example. You know, he sat at Bama for three, four years, and then he finally became the starter this year. And, like, you can do the same thing at Florida. Like, you can – you'll sit, but you can still be the starter. Once you wait your turn, once your turn finally comes up, you can put it all together then. I mean, plenty of backs have done that. You know when they had the uh, Anthony when they had the Gator Collective uh, space on Twitter when they had that. I'm gonna ask Kamari that don't yeah. too. I'm gonna ask them that. I'm gonna say, my, I'm gonna ask you, G, be real with me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Why, why certain kids that 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 commit to Florida think they're supposed to play now? And I get it, but you go to Bama or Georgia, but you'll sit. You might sit and you'll have no problem with it. So right. why you can't sit at Florida and wait and work? I'm gonna ask them that. I don't even think that's an out of line. They tell me if oh, it it's, is. It's, it's not. It's bad. It yeah, it's the real question. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you just being real by saying that. So because it's the truth when you think about it. You know, you go to these schools like you said, like Bam Georgia, you sitting, but at Florida you. You just have to play it for like look. If this guy's ahead of you, then this guy's ahead of you. You just keep working, right? Because you never know, they might get hurt, and then boom, you press into action. The work you it's gonna show on the field how much work you've been putting in. And if you've been putting in that work, guess what? Them guys that may have gotten hurt, they may be out. You step in, you might play so well that you take their spot. Agreed, but um. Heck that we got you on. So like we're we got another weekend of official visits coming up. So we already know who the headliner of this weekend is in Jacoby Matthews. Can you kind of break break down where we where Florida stands in his recruitment and also um what other names are gonna be on campus this weekend? Yeah, so to top it off, we're gonna start off with Jacoby Matthews, the Under Armour All American. Um, Florida, Florida's, you know, battling with programs like Anum and LSU. In my opinion, I think it's really down to Florida and LSU. Um, Matthews was previously committed to LSU. They was committed to him while Corey Raymond was the cornerback coach at LSU. So there is some interesting ties. I know from what I'm told, if Corey Raymond would have never left LSU, he would have signed 
to the Tigers this past, you know, on, during the early signing period. Right. But he's huh. still looking at Florida because of Corey Raymond and also because they also have a, tradi- a really good tradition with defensive backs. So, you know, this official visit, I think, could make or break his recruitment. I think if Florida can come out of this recruitment ahead of LSU, then, you know, and I think he's going to visit LSU one more time. I think, I think it might be for an unofficial. But as long as Florida can at least get even with LSU or ahead of LSU, heading into the final week before National Science Day, I think Florida has a shot. You know, originally about a week ago, I would have told you that, you know, Jacoby Matthews is likely going to end up at Florida. But I'm starting to feel like LSU starting to creep up and might have taken the lead over the Gators in their recruitment. So, Billy Napier or Corey Raymond really needed to knock this visit out of the park and try to get back on Matthew's good side. And the other visitors, you know, that's one of seven. They'll be on campus this weekend. Three, three of them are Florida signees. So they're just there to take their official visits and enjoy themselves. Um, rivals number one outside linebacker Samar James is going to be one of the is going to be one of the visitors. He was originally supposed to visit the previous weekend, liked Jacoby Matthews, but both of them have rescheduled them for this weekend. I'm pretty sure Samar is going to be in Jacoby's year all day. So they're just there to take their official visits. I'm sorry. Um, Are you on the phone? No, I will. Yeah, I will. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Samar, Tony Livingston, the tight end signee, he's going to take his official visit. You know, he's just going to enjoy his time. He's been to Florida a couple times already, but this is his first official. And the other Florida signee is the kicker, Trey Smack. He'll be in for official. He's already locked into the class, so no drama there. The remaining three targets is actually interesting because the remaining three visitors do not have Florida offers, and that is defensive end out of New Jersey, Jamison um, Jenkins, quarterback, Central Michigan commit, quarterback Max Brown, and tight end out of Texas, Hayden Hansen. And I actually just spoke to Hansen earlier today, like a couple hours ago. I'll have a story up on Rivals tomorrow morning about his recruitment. Hanson was previously committed to Napier at Louisiana, backed off his commitment when Napier was announced to be the next head coach at Florida. Um, Florida's in the thick of it, even though um, he, he doesn't have an, offer, have an offer from the Gators he met. Um, he finally was able to meet the tight end coach, William Piegler. He had spoken to him in the past, but never actually got to meet him, but was able to, you know, actually, you know, put a voice to the face. This earlier this week during the in-home. Uh, he told me right now Florida sits in his top three. And like I said, he doesn't have an offer from the Gators. If he does get an offer from the Gators during the official visit, I think we all know where he'll probably end up. But the other two schools that he is interested in is UTSA and Washington State. And he'll be at Washington State next weekend. He already visited UTSA December 10th. Jason Jenkins, you know, he's a late bloomer. He's a guy that's been getting a lot of offers from some power five programs as of late. Um, <clears throat> I think he's a backup option for Florida for guys like Caden Story and the Henry, the Michigan commit Henry. You know, I think it's, it's going to come down to whether Florida or not has a spot for him. If Florida misses on a couple of guys, I think they'll offer him 
you know, make it a committable offer. And I think they can get him. And the fire guard, Max Brown, I really don't have much info on him because Florida has just been getting to his recruitment lately. They, like I said, no offer, but he is scheduled to take an official visit to Florida. And I think he's scheduled to visit one other Power 5 school before National Signing Day. But like I said, he's currently committed to former Florida head coach Jim McElwain at CMU. Yeah, Max Brown was an interesting one for me because, you know, um, I knew he was committed to Central Michigan. I knew, um, you know, he was committed to McElwain. But, you know, I saw that we started showing interest in him. And um, I looked at his film and I looked at um, also, you know, just the numbers he put on. I'm thinking, wow, like, <clears throat> he's pretty decent. I mean, so I could, yeah, I can, can I see add, why I'm can I add the numbers real quick in the measurables. I forgot to mention that with Max. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Max, during his senior season, first off, he's a six foot three, 200 um, pound dual threat quarterback. He Four accounted threat. for over 4,000 total yards of offense, 61 combined touchdowns, and I think only four interceptions during his senior season. Woo. Out of, and he's a kid out of Oklahoma. He's from Tulsa, Oklahoma. He played high school ball at Lincoln Christian School. What's their mascot name? Don't know. I just found out this information. I was I was doing the <laughs> official visit preview article. I was just gathering information as much info as I could from Max Brown. Yeah. Um, hey, same same the same city as Gentry Williams. Uh, speaking of which, uh, yeah, I Gentry. saw the staff went and visited him, and they're, yeah. they're trying to get him to officially visit. So, mm-hmm. I mean. Hopefully we can possibly get in, get back in on him. But I know there's also some smoke with Jackson State too. So, and, and you know, of course USC, where is where Lincoln Riley is. So, um, you know, we'll keep an and eye on that too. Don't but, sleep um, on Oklahoma. This, he's an Oklahoma kid. So, and, he, and he's got Brett Venables. Yeah, there. Brett Venables. You know, for the past two or three years, we've been saying he's the best defensive coordinators in the country, and now he's gets the now he's the head coach of Oklahoma. I'm pretty sure Gentry has definitely has interest in what, <clears throat> excuse me, in what Link and Brent Venables has to say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I mean, he he mentioned Jackson State, so you know Dion lurking too. So that's 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 something you got to watch. But um, you know, just down the stretch, I mean, we're in it for some pretty high end guys, and um. I see um Caden Store, the defensive line is gonna take an official visit next weekend. Not th- not this upcoming weekend, but next weekend. So we're gonna be on the lookout for him. He put out the top three of Florida, Auburn, and Clemson. So and then also another one I wanted to ask you about Jordan James, the Georgia running back commit. So like what's the story with him? Because I, I saw Florida really starting to kind of turn it up with him. So is this kind of an indication of where they think they stand with Trevante Citizen or you know, is it basically one or the other? From what I, in my opinion, I think they're starting to realize, I think they're realizing Citizen probably, you know, is, I don't, they don't feel as confident in Citizen as they probably did earlier in his recruitment. So they're looking for backup options. And I think Jordan James is a hell of a consolation prize, you know, currently committed to UGA. He's an All-American kid. Rivals 250. He's literally the number 250 kid in the Rivals 250. 
Um, Georgia hasn't shown much interest since the contact period, since we reopened to the contact period. So I'm James is right now. He's looking around because if Georgia's not interested, then you know what? Maybe you know he's got to you know he's got to take care of himself. Florida right now is putting them up is definitely recruiting the hardest since the contact period reopened. So for, I think Florida can put themselves in a good spot for a flip. I know Florida State's also involved, but I don't think he has visited Florida State or he doesn't have a Florida State visit scheduled. But I know he's expected to be in Gainesville next weekend with Story and a couple other guys. So, you know, that's that's one to watch. I think, I think if the official visit goes well in December – I mean, in January 28th, I could see I, – I could put them on flip watch maybe. But as of right now, I'm still in wait and see mode because if Citizen does want to, want to go to Florida, Citizen will be a Gator. And James is probably going to have to go somewhere else if Georgia doesn't want him. Yeah, Norville, you can sit this one out. I'm just saying it right now. Man, get Mike you can, out you of can here. Get Mike out of here. Yeah, yeah, you you can sit this now. You know darn well you ain't gonna get a player of this caliber. I'm just playing. <laughs> you, you you pretty much lucked into one, and we all yeah, know who the worth. Oh, I'm talking about there. You lucked into one. Are you talking about Armella? Okay, he lucked into two. Well, Armella's a legacy. He that yeah. was an easy one for him. Yeah, that was a layup. Yeah, that was a layup. Yeah. yeah. Well, Travis Hunter, we all thought was a layup, and you know, we know. Dion went high yeah, step, he, went high step into Georgia and took him with him. Yeah, Armella's a legacy, and the guy he lucked into, of course, is Zaria Thomas, who I'm still, I'm, I'm still sick about that one. But you know, yeah. that's neither here nor. There. I know you were huge on him. Yeah, I, I was. What about Sam McCall? Zari is better. I like Sam. I think Sam's a solid player. Hot, 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 hot take. Zari is better. Oof. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Well, either way, they still got two dogs, you know, so. Yeah, but will they stay there for all four years? I think so. Will they stay there after one year? I mean, it, it depends because, you know, I think Norvell – he has to win at least. They crash next year. <laughs> yes, he can't. He can't win only five games this year. Like he's gonna get fired. Yep, and here comes Dion. That's that's gonna be Florida State. Fans no, no, no. We we don't Dion need that. Florida. We don't need that. We need Dion. We need Texas to fire Sarkeesian and Dion to go there. Do FSU fans even want Dion, or are they still salty? I think yeah, I think they'd be. I think they will. I, I think they wouldn't care anymore because then that probably means Travis Hunter comes with them. Oh, true. To yeah. Florida State. So yeah, you know. they they oh, were trust only me. salty for that. The the burn they will they will buy the people that burn jerseys will purchase new ones if Dion becomes the head coach of Florida State. Horrible. Man, them people so lame for doing that though. Like this, I don't like that type of stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Me either, man. Mm-hmm. Especially when he's just doing his job, like, come on, bro. Right, bro. Come no, on, no, no, no. And, and it's not just Florida State fans. There's every, every, yeah. every school yeah. fan base has yeah. crazy fans like that. Yeah, it's not just FSU. For example, remember, fans. remember when LeBron left Cleveland to go to Miami? They were burning his jerseys and shirts. Yeah. And well, well, they're the ones that made it popular. So, like, it's insane. They're the ones that made it so, popular. What? 
They're the ones that made it popular. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember they anybody burning it. jerseys until LeBron said, I'm going to take my talent to South Beach. Yep. Since they, then, they, everyone they just really lines up, you know, their jerseys. I was like, God, dog, that man made a business decision. Now, he made the right business decision, came to my squad, but, you know, I mean, he, he made a business decision. I mean, cook, I mean those people I mean, were I'm just hard saying. broken. Yeah, they were cooked, bro. The, the kid from Akron said, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to Miami with, with my, with my two friends and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch. Right, no state. Yeah, they burned his jersey, called him, called him every name in the book, and then two years later, please come back, please come back. Oh no, no, I was like, no, uh, uh, LeBron better than I am. I couldn't, I couldn't have went back. I'm sorry, I wouldn't have went back after all that. Not nobody, no, uh, nope. Y'all, y'all showed y'all true colors when I left, so nope. He probably would have won more if he stayed in Miami. Oh, he definitely would have. That's why Jerry, as a Celtics fan, was happy to see him go. <laughs> and you still had to deal with him. Yeah, it's not like, oh, right, the Heat don't have him. Man, he went to freaking Cleveland with Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving before he got crazy. Bro, Kyrie disappointed me so bad. Like, he's a wild man. He is. He's an. He's. A, he's a legend. He's weird, man. He's weird. He is. He is. I, I. It's to the point that I just like. You know what? You do you, bro. Whatever makes you happy in life, I don't care. I feel like he thinks he's like bigger than life itself, though. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, Sometimes I think he's trolling, but then there's some like, like when he brought the sage to the court, I was like, that's that. That's not normal. No, Kyrie's dead serious about some of this stuff, bro. Like for real, dude is different. Like the flat earth, well, he's different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the flat so hopefully, Portland don't have any players like like that. Like that. Let's I was scared. I was scared. Not. I thought Scotty Lewis is on that kind of vibe. I was like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> it did seem like it. It he really gave me some crazy like, vibes, bro. I mean, I mean yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> That was yeah, Scotty Lewis did give me those kind of vibes too. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, bro. Speaking, I, I, speaking I, I, of that basketball, kid, that he's a smart ass kid though. He really is. He really yeah. is. He, he really is. is. But speaking of basketball, shout out to the, uh, the men's team for getting the dub last night over Mississippi State. They they, they got down by ten early, but they battled back without Castleton and um, you know, Jason Jatobo was huge for us bro. in that game. So shout out to them. No, shout out to Jason Chateau. We don't need you down the stretch, by the way, because Castleton might be out for a little bit. So, bro, yeah, Jason? shout out to them, man. I think Napier should bring him on as a walk-on. I mean, that I'm about to say, bro, right put that right man now. at tackle. Put that man at tackle. And put him at offensive tackle, man. Like, Jared, bro, Jared really so much that was money. like, come on now. He can make so much money at tackle, bro. Like, oh. Hey, if Mem, Jerry, if Mem never enters the transfer portal, I think Jason could be option number two. Yeah, he'd maul some people, and uh, you know what? Yeah, we gonna we we of course we fair people, we fair minded people here, so we very fair home here. We gonna shout out the women's team too. I mean, especially after they big dub tonight on the road at Shouts Kentucky, out to the ladies, right number twenty three in the country. When I dominated seventy seven to fifty two, so shout out to them to them girls as well. You know, they look like they might be pretty decent this year. So um, 
Now, we know they ain't going to win the championship. Hey, um, they still look like they decent. They don't look like they trash anymore. I think the other guy being gone kind of yeah. <laughs> lit a spark into the scene. So, you know, uh, they, they they look pretty good. They, they, they got two road wins this year over ranked opponents. So they look pretty – they look good. They really do. Yeah. Kiki Smith and took over at the Lavender Briggs. Transfer announced her transfer to Maryland. Kiki Smith's kind of taking over. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I'm happy for those girls because they obviously had to go through a ton with the other coach, and to see them having some having a ton of success, I think they just like blew up the Kentucky Wildcats. I know Kentucky men's basketball; they're constantly, you know, you know, they're blue blood. I don't know how they are women's, but that 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 looks like an impressive win. But yeah, I mean, whoever the whoever the interim coach right now is, she she's making a case to be the the full time head coach for the Florida women's basketball program because, I mean, it looks like they're playing for her. You know, they, they obviously are. weren't playing. Yeah, they, they were obviously weren't playing for the other coach. I think they're just playing so, you know, terrified of them. And I, you know what? Maybe, you know, maybe it's also you know now that the cancer is out the players feel more relaxed and can play more as a team they're you know they're they're loose you know and that's what's leading to their success because obviously with the with the other guy you know you know they're always turning around worried you know is their basketball going to be thrown at me or you know crazy shit like that right right i mean they just they look like they're playing with a weight off their shoulders a breath of fresh air yeah, they, they won 77 to 52. I'm looking at the score now. That was the final score, 77 to 52 over the 23rd ranked Kentucky Wildcats. So I see them. Yeah, on the road. On the road. So that's a huge win for them. So we we shouting them out too. I mean, hopefully we can get Andrea Carter back on the show and talk to her about her, about the team. Cause I mean, I know and it's funny. She was in, she was just in Tallahassee in my neck of the woods in the 850 area code. Didn't tell me, so dang, I would have told her to go to Guthrie's. But um, yeah, um, yeah, we're gonna shout them girls out too. They they deserve. They're playing well. Let's just hope and pray for continued success because they they deserve it. They do. And Jerry, you better be watching. Jerry, you better be watching. Andre told us to watch, so we got to watch. I, I watched. I watched early in the year, bro, and I like what they were doing because they were getting faith dude involved. Like they look good. Lavender looked good, but I know she transferred. So, um, and the and the thing is, in their even in their losses, they're not getting blown out. Like yeah, they're in, yeah. they're in, like they're, they're co- in these games. They're cohesive. They're definitely cohesive. So you know, I, I I like what the girls are doing, bro. I mean, they keep it up. They gonna make the tournament and go for a little run. Yeah, just as long as they ain't got to play UConn, Baylor, and all. Um, who uh, yeah, let's just hope they don't get in one of their brackets. I remember one year they were like the eight seed. They won their first round game and they played UConn. I was like, oh god. <laughs> all right, all hand off. Yep, it was a nice season. I saw UConn. I was like, yep, it was a nice season. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, we we not winning this game. It was fun. I told my mom. I, I told my mom. I was like, yeah, um, they won, but now they got UConn. Oh, really? I was like, Mom, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> like, she's one of the biggest Florida fans. So I was like, Mom, do not get your hopes up. You're not, you're not, not beating UConn's women unless you're elite. Like, you got to be elite of the elites. Yeah. 
But um, you know, with signing day coming down the stretch, so Hector and Larry and Jerry, this is really for all three of y'all. Um, who is the one guy that's left on the board y'all want to see for the sign in February? I just, I just need Harold Perkins in orange and blue. Just give me Harold Perkins, and I, I promise I'll be happy, bro. Me too, bro. Like, for I, I need a dog. I do want to stick it to uh, Miami, Florida State, and Georgia. I I just want to let them know because they they think, oh, it's gonna be that many years before y'all. To, like, bro, I think we could turn the roster over next year. And they think it's something. sweet, bro. Exactly. And Jerry, I'm gonna get on to you about that too because let me tell y'all what he did because I know people are listening. Let me tell y'all what Jerry did. Uh-oh. This man said we was going six and six next year, seven and five. We won them two records. Which one was it? Seven and five. Yeah. Oh, seven and five. Yeah, he said we was going seven and five. And Look, he thought I was crazy for calling him crazy. I said Georgia. I said Georgia, possibly Utah. We need to be cautious of Tennessee, Texas and them. What's I said? One more. I think he said LSU. Maybe LSU. LSU. And watch out for the Florida State game. Yeah, first of all, you crazy about that last one. But um, secondly, this is what – yeah, you are. This You got to remember, this is the same Florida team with a fired staff, fired half a staff that just beat that Florida State team. And you know we're going to be better next year. And an injured AR. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. and an injured like Emory, AR. But, but, but Emory's coming back. Emory's coming back. Emory's not starting next year. Napier loves him already, bro. What you mean? Yeah, yeah, Emory's not starting person. next year. I think when he sees him on the football field, he's like, uh, let's, you know, I, I, I want Emory to do well, you know, but I I, I'm not too, sure it's so. at Florida. You know, to be honest with you, like when I saw Emory didn't enter the portal, I think he – he might be realizing, you know what, let me get my degree at a big-time university like Florida and then hit the portal. Like, when Nikoski did with my That's what I said. Nikoski waited. That's, and that's what I said. I think because he hasn't gotten his degree yet, so what sense does it make to transfer now and you haven't graduated yeah. yet? It makes Remember no sense. go to FIU and be immediately quarterback one. FIU's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> He can. Hector, he, Hector. I don't need. Now you just you, you just said you just said you want Emory to do well. You just said you want Emory to do well, and you want to send him to FIU. Yeah, because he'll be in Conference USA. All he has to do is he's he's a better athlete than everybody else on the field. He can just out athlete people. He's gonna be wearing peewee pads. He'll, like, nah. he'll get cooked by FIU though. Just know that. Just know. <laughs> no, I know I, I, USL no. That new yeah. coach, I think, I think they were able USF, to buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that new coach, they were able to buy new pads. Did they buy them or did they steal them, or were they borrowed? I think they borrowed them from Georgia. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was I'm, I'm trying to say that was why I've never seen a coach just say, you know what, forget y'all, I'm out of here. Butch Davis like, forget this crap, I'm gone. So I, that, that was why. Out and then said, all right. I'm out of here. Let me let me let everybody know about the bullshit going on. He emptied the clip. I, I he emptied the in their clip. athletic department. I was an intern in the communications department <laughs> of, the, of the athletic department. I didn't know it was that bad. 
I didn't know. That is crazy. That shit like that was going on. I was just, I read it all. I was like, this was definitely not the year that I was, the years I was there because they were beating Miami and going to bowl games and winning bowl games. I was like, this ain't the same FIU team I saw during my two years there. Right. And for, and for me, the guys, Harold, I want Florida to sign Harold Perkins. Please, for the love of God, can we please, God, let that happen? Please. That's all I ask. We can sign, if we won't sign nobody else but Harold Perkins, I'll be cool with that. I will be Jamar cool Stewart. with that. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> I know, I know. Hey, Florida's on today. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, Florida. Hey, yeah, they talked to us. Hey, yeah. how you doing? Yeah. Hey, we're, um, hey, we're in the neighborhood. Just happy to be here. How you doing? Yeah, just happy to be Florida? here. No? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. You know why? You know why I say that, Anthony? He goes to my, he goes to my high school. I had a feeling. I had a feeling that there was some sort of catch when he mentioned when he mentioned that that name. But um, yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm telling y'all where I think he's going. Jackson State. State. <laughs> I try to tell my Jackson family. State. My family's all Hurricane fans. I'm like, Jonathan, this just feels like Dion. And I and I don't know that Dion's had conversations. <laughs> yeah. This they've had conversations. Sure, and Dion have had conversations before. Before early signing day, there was like there was some buzz saying like, "Hey, sure might sign to Jackson State now," but and that never ended up happening. You seen Dion, Dion tweet? Finished. You huh? seen Dion tweet? No, oh, what he post? Let me go. <laughs> Let me go to. No, it. Lord. <laughs> but Anthony, to your question, yeah, Perkins. Perkins, and let me tell you this: I think the mom, the mom is definitely interested in Florida. Oh, oh she put Miami fans. They put she was like, my son ain't got no time to waste. I was like, oh my god. Well, he's gonna she visit Miami. He's planning to visit Miami. It might be one of those situations where he just like goes by himself and you know just enjoys the free trip to Coral Gables and Prime One Twelve. He's gonna enjoy it, all right. You're gonna enjoy it, all right. Hey, it's Miami, so hey, I enjoy it too. I'm like, yeah, I'm all there. I'm going on this trip by myself, so y'all don't have to go with me here. Yeah, maybe some Jalen Hurts vibes. You like Jacob Eason after his Florida visit. <laughs> remember Jalen Hurts, his visit to Miami. That man, you know, just had a rager for two days in in South Beach, and then said, "All right, I'm going to Oklahoma." That man was half was was partying like a like a pro athlete. He's probably partying better than some of the dolphins. <laughs> he got VIP access. And then at the end of the day, he said, he says, uh, boomer sooner. He's like, Who? Who do you say? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Uh, oh, when yeah. he was in the portal. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. No, or, or I do you one better. Y'all remember? Y'all remember when Jacob Beeson was visiting Florida? That picture that circulated him at the airport. How he looked at the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harold Perkins. So, what, so, so Hector, what do the recruits take the guys to uh, if they on a official visit for like partying? And, what do they go to balls? White Buffalo? No comments. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Hooters. Dress up does 
Come on, Hector. Come on said. now. That's on the need to know. They are not going to Hooters, man. Okay. No, I, 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 I know exactly where some of the recruits went to. I know where Harold and Chief Borders were hanging out. Oh, because God. I had a baseball recruit tell me, hey, I saw Perkins at da 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 he was hanging out with Borders and a couple of the guys. Hey, hey, hey let us know in the group. Let us know in the chat, man. Let us, hey, let, let, let us know in the DMs, man. I can't. I, I can't reveal my sources. No, you but can just I, tell I, the places where they at. You can put it yeah, in the chat. Yeah, you ain't got to reveal yeah. the source. Yeah. Uh, I, I know they went to I Spurrier's. can't speak it publicly. I'll put, in, I'll put it in our group chat, Anthony, but I can't. I can't put that on public. I know they went to Spurrier's, though, because I think every recruit well, goes yeah, there. I mean, it went Spurs with Coach, but I'm talking about, you know, what they did without Coach. Boys being the vanilla pastures. <laughs> trying to look for the messages. No the comment. Hey, they're not lactose intolerant, bro. They, they're good. They're good. No. <laughs> no. Mm. But, um, hey, bro, yeah, Perk, I mean, bro, Perk, I don't know, bro. Perkins, I kid something else, man. I don't tell him what he had. What he had. Oh, yeah, no, he said supposedly Perk and Malik were together hanging out with Chief, Kamari, Devin Moore. He said Perk, Perk, he said Perk was quiet, but everybody else had a good ass time. Yeah. Perk, Perk won quiet in them play. pictures. Perk ready to play. Perk won quiet Perk. with a photo shoot now. He, <laughs> Perk, he Perk focuses on that bad, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah, busy. I was, I was like, there's another crew that that was with them. And I was I was looking at the messages. And then I saw, I was like, oh, yeah, Malik was with them. And I forgot that they were hosting that kid. Malik who? Malik Bryant, the 2023 five-star. Oh, yeah, Malik Bryant, yeah. 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 By the way, Florida's actually hosting four unofficial visitors for the 2023 class this weekend. I don't know if you guys knew that. They got four – I think they got four four-stars coming into town. They got yes, Bryce and Rogers. What's up? Hmm? No, you can go ahead. You can go ahead. Yeah, no, they got – they got the they got the number two corner AJ Harris. He's he's supposed yeah. to be in town this weekend. They got Cedric Baxter, the former Florida State commit. They got Bryson Rogers and Derek LeBlanc. Yep. Heard all of them four stars. All of them supposed to be in Gainesville this weekend. I know Baxter said that he's going to be here. Going to be in Gainesville on Sunday. I don't know exactly. Baxter upgraded his life. Nice. Didn't go to that dumpster fire. He said terrible. Them. He's a twenty-three, and I know, and I know Roger. Oh, Baxter, yeah, twenty-three. Yeah. Baxter, come on, man. Come on, dog. You not come, dog, dog. Come on, man. Hector, do you think Florida finished top five class twenty-three? I think Napier's efforts is definitely gonna you know put them top five. I think it has to do with how they play this season. If yeah. they have a six and six or seven and five season, I think recruits are probably still not hundred percent comfortable, you know, completely going in. I think they'll still have a great recruiting class because Napier and his staff is putting forth the effort. However, if they go like eight and four, nine and three, mm-hmm. then some of the top recruits are going to be looking at Florida as like, hey, you know, th- this was Napier's first year without his guys, and he's going to recruit and he recruits the hell out, of, you know, these guys. 
I, I think I think a lot of it depends on how the season goes. If it's a good season, I think Florida can have a one of the best recruiting classes in the country. If right. they don't perform, I still think they'll have a good recruiting class, but I don't think it'll it could reach it'll reach to their full potential. We need to beat Utah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm Utah gonna, set, I'm gonna... set the set the what's it called what's the phrase the tone set the tone yeah, yeah set the tone. I'm I'm gonna be very risky and put myself out there. Oh God. <laughs> I'm keep a a b. I'm keeping this just so you can't say I didn't say it. So just go ahead and say what you. Hey, say. I'm keep I'm keeping you. I'm keeping it on your end too. I'm All keeping right. on your end too. You said All seven right. five. All right. I think Florida can possibly win ten. I said that too. All right. Pause. 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 If a, let me tell you this, Florida can win ten if AR is healthy, is yeah. fully healthy for the. Season and plays to yep. his potential. If he if he looks like LSU, AR the entire season, yeah, ten wins is definitely a possibility because that quarterback situation changes the game. And also, I think Flores' defense, right. just without Todd Grantham in the building, is going to get much better. And I think yeah. Patrick Flores is a very smart coach and a guy that no, I think the word is a technician. Like he like his details right. technique is spot Attention on. Attention to yeah, and, and that's something that we we've always heard with some with Billy Napier and his coaches. The attention to detail is unlike most coaches. And uh, and I'll tell you another reason as to why I said that though, Larry. Before you go, I'm sorry about that, but um, another reason why is because I told Jerry this: utilizing the transfer portal the right way. He's doing that, yeah. filling holes. He's filling the holes that we had, like on on the offensive line. At the running back room, at the cornerback position, Not we had holes every, in all of those areas. In all those areas, we had holes there. He's filled them. He's got another quarterback in Jack Miller that can push. Well, let's not, let's not act like Dan Mullen was terrible in the portal. Let's not act like Dan had a, he was terrible in the portal. He he got he some wasn't, excellent players. He got Grenard. He got Grimes. He got Van Jefferson. Right. He know. did. He also missed on Newkirk and got, Valentino and Truesdale. No, but what's this other kid's name? Um, shorter. He was able to get shorter. Shorter's been right. Way more productive at Florida than he was at Penn State. Right. Like he, one season, like was. his first season at Florida, was almost double the production he had at two years at Penn State, and that was the number one receiver coming out of high school. Oh, Jerry must have just saw Dion tweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I gotta see that tweet. I might have to roll into the crib. Y'all said, y'all said like, 10 hey, wins, bro. right? You said 10 Chill wins? Chill out. I said 10. All right. Pull up the schedule. Somebody pull up the schedule. I pull up the schedule. Hold on. And, and Larry, I guess you do that. I need what, all what y'all some your the face and tell me which ones we win and which ones y'all think we lose. I mean, serious answers, realistic, serious answers. Okay, first game, Utah. We, I think we win. I think we win by field goal, maybe. Okay. Uh, Kentucky. I think we win in the score. I think we win that one. USF. We gonna win. 
Yeah. Come on, man. Duh. Yeah. Duh. Okay. Tennessee on the road. I think we barely Tough squeaked game, but by. duh. I think we barely squeaked by. Yeah, that's okay. going to be a tough game, but duh. That, that's Eastern, one of my L's. Eastern Washington, win. Missouri at home, win. Win. LSU, I don't know. Yeah, that one's in Gainesville. That one's in Gainesville. Yeah, that's in Gainesville. So it makes a difference. Napier's first game against his big brother. Like when he was at yeah, Napier's going to open up the playbook for that game. He's going. You you already know. I think I'm gonna say we win due to the swamp. I'm gonna say the swamp is different. Yeah, I get 2018 vibes. Yeah, I would say that. Okay, so therefore we went. We went. What five? What six? Seven and zero, going into the seven and zero there, going to the Georgia game. It's a real possibility now. Everything's oh, this is a toss up. This is a toss up. Yeah, so this is a toss up for me. Georgia is a toss up, bro. It really is. Yeah, it's a toss up because Georgia's losing a lot, but you know they got a lot coming back. We'll see. No, they they lose a lot, but you know they got a lot coming back. So that's a loss. I say that's a loss. Okay. Texas A&M, that's a loss. That's yeah, that's a loss. South Carolina at home, we win. Vanderbilt, win. 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 And, and Florida State, we win. Win. A lot of our tough game, bro. We in the swamp, bro. We only lead the swamp. Lead I the state of Florida should. two times, bro. Three All times. Right. I we got go it. To, we go to Tennessee yeah, twice. Yeah, I think Georgia's a toss-up, but yeah. But Texas A&M, I think that game is on the road. Three times. Yeah, Texas A&M is a Texas A&M road, right? Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. I think that. Yeah. That's and I'm gonna give Georgia the advantage over Florida because they're 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 the defending champs, and Kirby's been recruiting like a madman since he's gone there. So I think the I talent. Think it, I think the talent advantage leans toward Georgia in that yeah. game. Yeah, but my, my my thing is though, is, is AR play crazy, bro, which I really think he is because he's gonna be on the mint, bro. He's gonna be like on on some stuff nature. Cause he 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 got something to prove. Make sure it's legal stuff. Yeah. So he got I, I feel agree. like he got something to prove though. So if AR played like he played, bro, we're gonna be hard to stop, bro. We're gonna to be honest I, with you. To be honest with you, I think the biggest thing outside of AR staying healthy and you know reaching his potential, the biggest thing is the offensive line. Yes, because right. Florida's yeah. O line had you know struggled a lot last season, and Napier's offense at Louisiana was run, run, and run it some more. You and I think Florida's got the backs for it. I think Montreal, you know, obviously you know eight hundred rushing yards, twelve touchdowns of freshman season. That's a great season. No one is for anybody, not just a freshman. Yeah. Bowman. Yeah. Demarcus Bowman, obviously extremely talented. Nick one, right? If he's healthy, another very talented guy. Lorenzo Lingard can be a third down back, you know, a guy with plenty of explosiveness, another former five star recruit. There's definitely talent in that running back room. I'm not, you know, I'm if you're a Florida fan, you're not worried about if my running backs can do it. It's more of can my offensive line get the job done and picking up a guy like Osiris Torrance makes a major difference. He's probably your best offensive lineman today. Like he, he hasn't right. played a snap. And if you had to point to Florida fans, who's your best offensive lineman? Most of them are going to probably point at Osiris and he 
You know, he hasn't even played it down in Florida, but right. everyone saw what he did at Louisiana. In fact, ESPN made him a way too early preseason All-American. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like the hype around this kid is legit. And he wasn't even the best offered, offensive lineman Bama on his offered, team. LA. That's a crazy part. He wasn't even the best offensive lineman on his team. Max That's Mitchell right. was. who's going to the NFL. So who who y'all starting five for the, for the offensive line? Hector, who who your starting five? My starting five as of today with the roster that they have today, it's Garage, it's Ethan, it is Kingsley, um, Osiris, and Braun. Yeah, I like it. That. That's yes. my five. Yeah, my yeah. five. Too. That's my five. And I five can right flip there. flop, and I might flip flop Torrance and Braun. I know, I know, they, I know Torrance can play both, and Braun can play both. It really depends yeah. on, you know, who looks better in spring and you know, in a fall camp, who looks more but, comfortable in what position. I I got a question though. I got a question for y'all though, because uh-huh. this is this is where it gets dicey. Let's say Amarius Mims enters the transfer portal and transfers to Florida. Who's your starting five on the line then? Gotta start it's, Mims. You see, gotta now you got a decision to make. Mims has to beat um, Mims has to beat out Braun. That's that's my idea. That's that's my and look, look Cameron, maybe Karen Waits can the other Louisiana transfer can make can make something happen. I mean, it's a big boy. A you know, maybe. Big I mean, that kid's just humongous. He could, to me, he reminds me a little bit of like Trent Brown. Yes, yes. Just a yeah. big dude that can move people. Man, like he eat people, man. <laughs> I just, he, I just like you said, way. man. He's I just hope the offensive line come, come to play, man. And I, and I, just, I know the defense gonna hold it down because they, you got, you, you don't got um, mediocre coaches. You know what I'm saying? On the, right. on the defensive side of the ball is not gonna hold people accountable. So I know the defense. No more Grant. I'm right. <laughs> I know the system gonna be way better. Kids gonna be able to play loose and fun. I'm just worried about the offensive line and AR doing his thing. If, if who, AR who, do his who thing, AR throwing to. When Justin we run the ball, Jordan. we can play action though. You can run the ball and play action gonna be there. The tight end is gonna be open. You know what I'm saying? Play action. I think shorter. I think X. Yeah. X needs to develop. X Marcus needs to develop. Burt. Yeah. He's one trick pony right now. I think Trent Whittemore is very good. It's just that, right? You know, Embry Braxton Berrios type player. Mm. You know, for the Gators. You know, I think he's very talented. You know, you get yeah, Jackson Baxter. I think that helps a ton. I think Marcus Burke can make an impact. Oh, yeah. You know? oh, okay. yeah. And Definitely. also, you know, we'll see what happens in the portal. And uh, you know, and also and I tied in. I speaking of the portal, the, I think it's got to be Nick. Nick yeah, like I look yeah. at that size it, and I see, new. you know, I see a kid that with the bigger tight end one, you know, after spring, and that's yeah. what a lot right. of people thought. Like a lot of people, I mean, last spring and last fall, people were talking about Nick Elkins, and then he didn't do shit this season. And, and I think it has, and it's more <laughs> the coaching than on him, right. And uh, speaking yeah. of the and portal, was terrible. Did, did, was terrible. Did y'all find like it? Some weird happened today with the portal, because Tyron Hopper entered the transfer portal, sent Gator Nation into a frenzy. Let's be honest, it, it was a frenzy on the timeline. It was a meltdown. 
But then, like, 45 minutes, hour later, he took his name out of the portal. So, like, do you know anything about what happened there, Hector? Or, like, was that kind of a mistake? Or, you know, like, do you know, like, what happened with that situation? I've been trying to find out what happened. No one knows. Um, I think he might have just clicked the wrong button. And and then re- saw Twitter. He's like, oh, my God, what did I do? <laughs> Go back and undo what I did. Or, you know, I think his brother recently committed to Missouri. So maybe there was an update in the portal that got confused with Tyrone and Tyron Hopper and put Tyrone in there. And all of a sudden, like people was in a frenzy and they probably reach out to Tyron. He's like, hey, did you transfer? And like, no. <laughs> and then like, oh, we got to fix this. It could, you know, I have no idea. That's 68 minutes I- in the transfer portal. <laughs> that, that might be an all-time record. That's a record. Yeah, never, and I remember, and I love how everyone immediately thought C. Rob is going to poach him from Auburn. Yeah, he's like, damn it, C. Rob is just calling C. Rob. I, I thought I was about to fight C. Rob. <laughs> oh man, I was ready to fight. I was ready to fight. <laughs> and, and, like and, I mean, I was looking at that. I was like, Tyron's a Georgia kid. He's not even from Alabama, so it doesn't make sense for him. You know, it's not like closer to home. It's actually further away. Florida's in a better situation than Auburn. Like, like, and like another thing that some people brought up is like maybe the brother, you know, Tyrone played linebacker at North Carolina. Who Florida's new inside linebacker coach is Jay Bateman, the former DC at North Carolina. People were assuming maybe Tyrone told him something Ty- that Tyrone didn't like, and that's why he entered the portal. That could be another. But like I said, I have no freaking clue what's going on. And to be honest with you, I don't even think some of these teammates know what the hell happened. Because guys were shocked on Twitter. Like, Jaden Hill was like, what the hell? And all yeah. of a sudden, all right, we're good. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was, man. I was like, like, oh, this, Those Miami fans, trolls, you know, they – they try to troll, and now all of a sudden they're like, oh. "A Pete." I remember, I think it was um, some guy, five six one Kev. Yeah, five six one Kev yeah. said, but they yeah. have their coordinators, and then and like forty five minutes later, Tyron Hopper withdraws his name from the portal. Yeah, and Miami fans will continue and then to get trolled because they lose stuff about Billy. Uh, yeah. Miami fans, yeah, they, dude. If like I said. Like I say, I have family that's Miami fans, and I tell them, I was like, I don't know why, but this just feels like Dion's lurking in the, lurking somewhere. Mm-hmm. This just feels like a Dion. Dion gonna get them boys twice. <laughs> a Dion Sanders type, you know, guy. I mean, he already bit Miami fans with Kevin yeah. Coleman, but you know, Miami fans are more invested in Samar Stewart than Kevin Coleman. So, right. Kevin, you know, Samar would be. Would really hurt Miami fans because he is he is a Dade County kid. He's from he's, he's from Miami. You know, Kevin Coleman is Midwest. Yeah, shoot that. If that happened, I'm yeah, I'm gonna be trying to be like Dion did it you know, again. Like, ah, we would have liked again. to have him, and we thought we were gonna have him. No, they tried to play it off with Kevin Coleman. I, know, I, 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 y'all ain't fooling me. Nope, y'all they all had this man. Not no, it's funny because I say he signed on signing yeah. day. 
Like, no, nah, you don't catch these. Yeah, trolls. my brother my brother texts my family group chat. He's like Kevin, he's like Kevin Coleman's a lock to Miami. And then I as soon as I saw the Jackson State hat, I texted him back. I was like, Are I you know. sure about that? And he's like, Yeah. And then he just said he hit the lat when he put on the Jackson State hat, all I saw on my brother's last text, she <laughs> but at the end of the day, the oh, main guy they, they wanted they got Cyrus Moss. That was the main guy they wanted, Moss. The 190-pound defensive yeah, so end from the world. He should have just went to USC and called it a day. I thought that's where he was going to end up going for a little bit. You know, he's a, he's a West Coast guy, Lincoln Riley, you know. I guess – but Miami has some ties to Bishop Gorman with Bubba Baxter and – Bubba Baxter, what's his other guy's name? Um, Bubba Bolden. I mean, what am I saying? Bubba, Bubba Baxter, Bolden. Bubba Bolden and Brevin Jordan. So they got, and also Matt Corral for, you know, like two minutes. Shout out to Matt Corral. He retired. Good for him. Now Wait, Matt Corral. Matt Martell. Martell. I'm getting confused. You said Matt Corral. I was like, whoa. I was like, what? No, no. No, that's that's on me. That was No, I don't want that injury to be that bad. I Man. I would feel awful for that kid. Hits from the ball. Like, there's no reason he should have even been playing in the game. I appreciate him playing in the game, but you know, he probably shouldn't. Have. Man, Hector Hector's on here taking hits from the bone. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um. So like. The whole just like like we've been saying, the whole thing just feels different recruiting wise. And um, I think hopefully, you know, with the team, it translates on the field. I, I mean, guys are buying in. I mean, we saw phase one start yesterday or the day before that. Um, so I mean, the guys look like they're buying in, they look like they're having fun. Um, I just feel like it's that Georgia game for me. I feel like if they go into that game undefeated and they go into that game, right, and they come out of that game and win it, I feel like if they win that game, that's going to give them so much confidence, even going on the road to Texas A&M. They'll have a lot of confidence. They may not win that Texas A&M game, but they'll be like, hey, um, we know what we're capable of. We know we can play with anybody and we can beat anybody we go up against. So, it, to me, it's going to come down to that Georgia game. It really is. So, I, with that, um, anybody else got any thoughts or any, any final thoughts or anything? Yeah, prayers up to Larry Bluestein. Um, he's obviously going through a ton right now. You know, I'm just hoping for the best, for an absolute legend in the South Florida world. Especially South yeah. Florida football world. State of Florida, really. He started off in yeah. South Florida, but now he's become just a huge name in high school football in general. So, you know, obviously hoping for the best for Larry Bluestein. Yeah, I, I saw that earlier this week, and then they released it. And I'm saying it was a severe case of COVID. So, yeah, prayer, definitely prayers up to Larry Bluestein. They, they pulls through, he gets well soon, you know. Um, Man, that's, that is a really, really tough situation, man. I mean, you know, just yeah. definitely. He's a good guy. Up, I've spoken to him before. He's a good guy. 
when I was just starting up with writing, I went to one of the rivals camps and he was basically, he was talking to me just like how, you know, how to handle things, how to be, you know, like professional and all that good stuff. So I'm hoping for the best for him. Yeah, definitely, man. Prayers up to him. Prayers up to his family, man. For real. Definitely. Jerry and Larry, what about y'all? Uh, no, nah, man. I um, just appreciate the invite. Um, uh, just hope we land Perkins, man. Hope we land uh, Matthews, Perkins. If I can just get Matthews and Perkins, then I can lie real good. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, elite yeah. lies will be Matthews Perkins or James or or Citizen. That that would be that would be a great signing day for the Gators if they can get a mix of Perkins, Matthews, and Citizen or Jordan James. Is Jordan James where he's from? Jordan James, um, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's been a Georgia commit for a long time. Yeah. I think his full name is Jordan Bryant James. Yeah, he's 5'10", 200 pounds out of Oakland High. Oh, okay. So, wait a minute. That might be the same school as Miami signing Isaiah Horton. I think it might be. But, yeah – yeah, one of those two running backs, him or Citizen. I'll take one of them two as well. Jerry, what about you? If he's still on here. His Jerry, not at all. Problem. Yeah, by the way, Jordan James is expected to visit Oregon this weekend. Well, I think they were. Oh, so he's still making that visit. Yeah, that's what what I've heard. He's still he's visiting Oregon this weekend, and then he'll be in Gainesville next weekend. And I know Jaluk is in on that one. Yeah, we definitely got to close that one up whenever. Um, let me let me let me, add, let me ask you the final question here. So what what is you know your experience? What is what's the most um. Uh, what's the most um, great thing like recruiting pitch you ever heard? Like, have you been in on recruiting pitches and coaches? Like, talking well, to my well, my college football recruiting had just started this this um signing day this past early signing day. I I've literally done only like MOB and college baseball type stuff. This is the first time I'm really diving into college football stuff. But you know, for baseball. A lot of kids are just sold, you know, are just sold on the school. Like a lot of these kids grew up fans of these schools and, you know, all they're hoping for is just to go to that school and baseball recruiting is super easy. Like, like these kids, like Florida's 2022 and 2023 recruiting classes are basically over and they're starting to look at 2024 and 2025 guys. And those guys will commit and stay committed the entire process until they, they sign on national signing day. So, I haven't. There's there's very rarely drama when it comes to college baseball recruiting. I think the biggest drama was when Hunter Barco, who is the current ace pitcher for the Gators, when he decom when he flipped from Virginia to Florida, and also during the draft. You know, when I start talk 
when I start talking to kids and seeing, you know, what, you know, what they're, you know, what they're looking for signing bonus wise and all that stuff. I think that, I think that's where the most drama is. It's not so much with school versus school. It's more like school versus MLB organization. Gotcha. All right. Jerry, you still with us? Yeah, Jared and dozed off. Look who fell asleep on the podcast now. I ain't the only one. I would say that too, my baby. Um, well, Hector, I, no, you you know, good, I, good. I, um, I would love to have you on my podcast after National Signing Day and you get a little time, you know, a couple of days after they, you, you know, got your stuff situated. Um, so my mine's more laid back, more culture-wise. We talk about all aspects of life and stuff. You, you know, you can still keep your professional mantra. If you can really relax and you know talk junk, we you know tell me about your you know your um your platform, what you do, and you can talk about uh just other stuff, you know how you grew up or whatever, how you got into business and what you like to do for fun and just all types of stuff like that. So, um, and I just tell you about you know <laughs> me and we can talk about Florida football. And, and you know other things and stuff, so just it, it's it's a little bit fun, fun or whatever. You know, whenever you have time, just instant invite. Thank you, thank you, muted man. Yeah, I think Hector's muted. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, that's good. Sorry, I, I, I kind of dozed off too. Okay, well we're in AB. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Yeah, but uh, before everybody, before we, before we end this podcast, let everybody know um where they can follow you guys and follow your podcast and you know follow what your articles and everything. Yeah, so you guys can follow me, you know, on Twitter at Hector underscore baseball. Um, obviously, the website is First and Ten Florida with rivals. That's you can also find us with Jason. He did on his Twitter page, and if you, if you are a Marlin fan, you know, follow me. You know, follow me for Marlins content on fishstripes.com, which is partnered with SB Nation. Go. Oh. Yeah, and make and make sure you remember to write about the Braves winning the World Series. You right, know, I hope you're about to say that too. The chagrin of the Marlins fans like you. you we know, don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. We do. Was... We do. Go Braves. Go Braves. Yeah, you know what? I think it's time for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, let everybody know they can follow you. Oh, man, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, LarryGator55. Um, I follow the podcast. It's in the link to For the Love of the Game. It's, all on, it's on Apple Music and SoundCloud. All right, yeah. And I'm just going, since Jared had probably dozed off, 
I'll let y'all know. Y'all can follow him on Twitter at jbreezyii, and you can follow his burner account or his second account on Twitter at iambreezyii. And um, you can follow me on. You can follow him on Instagram also at j underscore lamar ii, and you can follow me on Twitter at aceway one and on Instagram at ace underscore wave one. Um, you can follow our podcast page on Twitter at inside underscore swamp and also on Instagram at inside underscore Ford athletics. And, you know, we got more content coming for y'all. And also you can follow, follow me on follow stadium Miguel on Twitter at stadium Miguel. You can follow them and find our, our articles on the website, stadium I am now writing for stadium Miguel. So you can also find all my articles on there as well. So with that, this has been another great episode of the Swamp Inside Florida Athletics for Hector Rodriguez and Larry Webb joining us tonight and your co-hosts, Anthony Beck and Jerry Brown. We leave you as we always do. Go Gators and God bless.
了。